0: You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20 year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much was being sourced overseas. And I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that are still making in the UK. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in Britain, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be chatting to inspiring British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering advice to product-based businesses that make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode number 214 of the Make It British podcast. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what the five steps are that you need to take if you want to get a product manufactured in the UK. This episode is going to be perfect for you if you are either an existing business that wants to bring a new product line to life, want to reach out and work with a new manufacturer maybe for that product, or if you're planning to launch a brand new product-based business and you haven't got a clue where to start. Or maybe you're making products overseas and you want to try getting them made in the UK instead. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making when they do want to get a product made, particularly in the UK, is that they think that the first step that they need to do is to start to contact a manufacturer. When in fact, that is actually one of the last things that you need to do. So hear me out because I'm going to talk about why that is and what the steps are that you need to take before you approach a manufacturer. Because if you approach a manufacturer before you're ready, chances are that you are going to get rebuffed, particularly if you're relatively new to working with manufacturers directly. You might be making products overseas and be making them through an agent, so you've actually got no experience of speaking directly to a manufacturer. Or you might be working with manufacturers who make a totally different product type. So quite often I see that people do get knocked back by manufacturers for no fault of their own. Other than that, they're not prepared enough before they take that first step to reach out. And then what happens if you do reach out to a manufacturer and you're unprepared, chances are they'll either not respond to you Or their answer will just be that they can't help at all. And we don't want that to happen because chances are there is the perfect manufacturer for you in the UK. And the simple solution is to make sure that you're prepared before you reach out to them. And what I'm going to do today is make it as simple for you as possible to just outline what those steps are, what those five steps are that you need to take to get a product made in the UK. So the first one which probably won't surprise you if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll probably know what I'm gonna say. But the first thing you need to think about is your customer. You must always start with the customer when you're developing any sort of new product. So whether you're creating a product for the very first time or you're growing an existing business, the customer should inform everything that you do. From the design, the prototyping, the sourcing of raw materials that you do, the manufacturing, your marketing and sales, everything needs to start with the customer. So ask yourself first and foremost, before you begin, who is going to buy this product? Is there actually a demand for it? And how much are people going to be willing to pay for it? And then how am I actually going to get it in front of my target audience? Now, that's much easier if you've got an existing audience because you can reach out to them to find out what it is that they actually want and then develop the product that they're looking for. But if your business is totally new, I recommend that you spend some time on this stage and really think about who is this product for, who is my customer and who's going to buy it. There is absolutely no point developing a product just because you like it if no one else at the end of the day is actually gonna buy it. You're wasting your time and money and you're wasting the manufacturer's time too. So spend some time thinking about your customer. Then you're ready to move on to the next stage, which is getting the design right. You're gonna need a fully fleshed out design before you can approach a manufacturer. Chances are they're not gonna be able to do your design for you. So, this is why it helps to have thought about who the product is for in the first place. So, that really helps to inform your design. If you're not a natural designer, you can use existing products that you already have to illustrate what the design is that you want. You can use products that you buy elsewhere that you can use to demonstrate to a manufacturer exactly what it is that you're looking for, or you employ the services of a designer, a freelance designer who can help you. And ideally, it's someone who is a specialist in designing the sort of product that you want to make. But even if you are going to work with a designer, having as much information to give them about what you want based on the research that you've done, looking into what your customer actually wants, will help make sure that the designs that they do Are exactly what your customer wants and what you actually are looking for at the end. The end result will be much better the more time you've spent on step number one and doing your research. So then you've got your design. The next step you can go on to is doing your sourcing. Now, this is where people come unstuck. More often than not, I find that it's an expectation that manufacturers are going to be able to do this for you when really most of them can't or if they do offer that service they're going to charge you money to do so because it's their time or yours so you're going to need to think about what are all the raw materials that i need where am i going to source them from and that's not just the materials that's going to be used but things like labels and packaging as well and all of that does need to be done before you reach the next stage you may at this stage have several different options that you're looking at and that you want to get a sample made in several different materials to see which one is best, but you at least need to have those options in the bank, ready to go. So spend some time on doing your sourcing of raw materials and all the other components that are gonna go into your product. And then you're ready to move on to stage four, which is actually putting together the brief to give to the manufacturer. Now, depending on what the product is, who the manufacturer is you're working with, there are different ways to do this. In the fashion industry there's something called a tech pack which you may have heard of you may already be making garments but never have created a tech pack before and really what a tech pack is in its simplest form is a recipe or a brief for how you want your products to be made by the manufacturer so in the fashion and textile industry manufacturers are usually used to looking at tech pack other industries it may be technical drawings some way that you can communicate in detail to a manufacturer, it's a really clear brief for how your product is to be made. Now you might have an existing product that you want to get made by a different manufacturer. In that case, I still think you very much need that brief or that tech pack or the technical drawings to go with it. It's all very well if you show them a product and you want them to copy it and make something the same but actually being able to give them a document that you can both agree is the the gold standard for how you want that sample to be made that outlines everything from what materials are used where, how the labels should be positioned, just guarantees that you're much more likely to get that first sample back exactly how you want it to be. Something like a tech pack as well, acts as your ongoing communication with a manufacturer in regards to that product. So any changes that you make along the way, changes to materials, changes to the construction of the product, are all noted on that document ongoing, so that anyone that looks at that instantly has a blueprint for how you want your product to be made. Now, if you skip this step and you don't give a manufacturer a clear brief and you go straight from the design stage or the sourcing stage to the manufacturer, there's every likelihood that something may go wrong. Something will be lost in translation. Less so if you're working with a UK manufacturer than if you're working with one overseas, because you can probably go and brief them, and I'd like to think that you would go and brief them face-to-face. But without that document, and once you walk out the door, there's every chance that they may forget something that you've told them to do. And if you've given them something that they can refer to, if they don't remember everything because they're probably dealing with a lot of different customers and a lot of different products, they know they can refer back to it when they make the prototype and they can get it right for you. So definitely don't be tempted to skip out this stage. Step five in the five steps to getting your product made. Finally, once you've done all of the other four things, you can start to reach out to manufacturers. Now you may need to go back and review some of your earlier steps, tweaking things as you go along and to fit with the capabilities of what the manufacturers in the UK that you found can do for you. That's fine, that always happens. Product development is a whole iterative process, backwards and forwards, getting everything exactly how you want it. But if you've done all those original four steps, you've done all that prep work, chances are there'll be a lot less backwards and forwards. And this fifth stage will be the final stage in the process of getting a perfect product made every time. But until you've done those first four steps, you're gonna be wasting everyone's time if you try and skip straight to step five to get your initial product made. Now, you might be listening to this and thinking, I don't even know where to start in doing some of these things. I've not got a clue what should go in a tech pack, or I just want someone as a sounding board through this process to make sure that I get all these steps right and in the shortest amount of time possible. But that really isn't the manufacturer's job. Even if you did find a manufacturer that was prepared to do all of that, Chances are they're either not going to be impartial because they've got their own commercial interests at heart. So they may not be looking at all the best solutions for you or they're going to charge you a huge amount of money to do all that work for you. So I'd highly recommend that you learn those skills yourself, because if you've got a product based business and you want to make in the UK, you want to be the master of your own destiny. You want to be able to choose which manufacturers you're working with. If you rely on a manufacturer to do that work for you, when you no longer work with that manufacturer, you've got to start from scratch all over again. And that is one of the issues that I see with people that have worked with overseas factories. They've quite often got no control over their production process. They don't own design rights for their product because they've left it in the hands of someone else to do. They don't know where to source their raw materials from because that's all been done by a factory or a sourcing agent. They may not even have their patterns. So they can't even start with a manufacturer in the UK with the patterns that they already have. They've got to start totally from scratch all over again. So we work with people within our Manufacturing Made Easy coaching program to help them go through those steps from 1 to 5 and work with UK manufacturers so defining who your target audience is briefing manufacturers in the most cost efficient way possible and helping you to create systems for your business so that your whole product life cycle runs smoothly and efficiently and also looking at how you're going to market and sell your products so that you are reaching your ideal customers those people that want to buy the beautiful products that you've created and made in the uk so i hope you found this useful if you do want to find out more about working with us in the manufacturing made easy coaching program you can go to katehills.co.uk forward slash apply there's a short form couple of questions fill them in give us details about what your goals are in your business what the product is that you make and we'll get back to you with all the details Thank you for listening to today's episode and I'll be back same time next week. Thank you for listening to the make it british podcast i make an episode every friday plus there's bonus episodes occasionally many of the interviews that you hear on series four of this podcast are also available to watch on our youtube channel you can find it by going to youtube.com forward slash make it british ltd that's make it british with the letters ltd bye bye